This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 466, recorded on October 29th, 2020. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Costa, broadcasting live from a chilly mic in the pre-show. We were talking. It's got, it's, it's, I think it's going to warm back up a little bit. I was, I was uh, lighting candles in the shed and uh, out there. It was kind of chilly. And, uh, and so you had to be in the pre-show to know what that, uh, that's, that reference. That reference. You should, by the way, if you only listen to the recorded, maybe you're only listening to this as a podcast, you should come out and join us, uh, join us live. It's tons of fun. Head up to the average guy.tv slash live, but Mike, a little chilly, but hunting weather's here for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm hoping it stays like this weekend's supposed to be like, you know, 50 and sunny. That would be, that'd be perfect. But I'm just glad the snow didn't stick around because I was yeah. lazy and I had not picked up my leaves yet. So that snow came, blanketed all those leaves. I'm like, shoot, mm. if this sticks around, I'm done for. But luckily yeah. it melted off. So I'm able to, that's, that's tomorrow's plan is get those leaves off the ground. Yeah. That, are you doing it tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Saturday's plan for me is to get out there and Saturday afternoon, it's like 50. So uh, that that's like negative uh, seven Celsius. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but we, of course, what I do know works. We've got show notes that have a table of contents, which means you can get right to the content. If you want to listen to it that way, you can do it, including full transcripts out at theaverageguy.tv. This one will be theaverageguy.tv slash HGG four, six, six. Before we get into the iPhone, it's it's all iPhone 12 tonight, friends. I'm just going to be honest with you. We are, Mike and I both have it. Before we get into that one, Mike got one. I got one. We're pretty excited about it. Big thanks to Hover for supporting the show tonight, for supporting this episode. And actually, probably here out through the end of the year, if you need a new, new domain, um, you know, I don't know, maybe you're using one of the other ones. I've always, Mike, I don't know about you, I've always been a Hover guy. Head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Hover. They got a $2 deal. Right now, you get $2 off any new domain if, you, if you're a new customer for them. And so if you use that link, theaverageguy.tv slash Hover, that first domain will be 2 bucks off. Give it a try. Then while you're at it, go visit Maple Grove Partners, maplegrovepartners.com. Christian will set you up, buy a domain, set up a website. It's kind of a match made in heaven. Maplegrovepartners.com. And a big thanks to both Hover and Maple Grove Partners for supporting Home Gadget Geeks. We'll uh, push all the community announcements to the very end of the show. So if you want to know what's going on with the meetup and such, uh, hang out to the end of the show. Mike, but a big thanks to Joe who sent us yeah. Honey Love. As soon as I saw this, uh, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, like this is my favorite, Joe. I'm not going to lie. So it's a Bach. Uh, it is a Bach. Right. And, yep. It is a Bach. A Lost 40 Brewing uh, there in Arkansas. And we've had these before. And um, they're just pretty great. We're going to talk more about them here towards the end of the show. But you see, good little good little head on it. Good little amber. Oh, Joe, yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll um, we want to get to the iPhone coverage, so we'll be t we'll be drinking this and then talking Ooh, 6 .3%. about six point three percent. I like that. here at the well, maybe we'll be talking about it. It's I have it in the show notes, so we remember. Good, mm. Joe. Thanks for sending us those beers. Like I said, we'll be giving some uh, some tasting notes at the end. That sounds really stupid, but head out to uh, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash hgg four six six. There'll be some details. 
on it is there, and we'll do it at the end of the show. Joe, thanks for sending those out. If you want to send us your beers your or your beer picks, send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Mike, I came over to your house to drop off the beers that Joe had sent, and you were patiently waiting for your your the UPS guy. You literally were stalking him. I thought for a second you'd had your drone in the air, and you're like, oh, there's a UPS truck. He's close. What what time did it finally get there? Uh, not till like six. And you came over at three, and it kept saying all day that it was almost here. And, you know, I did learn something interesting. There is like, I want to know the algorithm for UPS and how it works. Because this truck went to like the same other neighborhood, like three different times. Like they would go to that neighborhood, go over here, and then go back to that neighborhood. They go to Village Point a few times. So I'm like, oh, good. They already hit Village Point. They'll be here soon. Nope. Another circle. So apparently mine was not a high priority for them. But the UPS guy did say, I bet you've been waiting for this all day. When he handed it to me, I said, yes, I have. I've been super excited. So yeah, I was I was stalking him on the UPS app. I do like, I don't think FedEx does it. I know Amazon does it. But as far as like seeing where the actual truck is that your thing is on, that day. Uh, I really like that. If you don't have a UPS account, that was kind of a nice little feature that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. They, the notification for me, it came Tuesday. So we ordered it at the end of the show, Thursday night, then processed Friday, shipped on uh, Monday, got here Tuesday afternoon. They had said between two fifteen and five, I think is what I sent you. And it came like at two thirty. So it was, it was pretty cool. I spent the afternoon setting up. Mike, why don't you do a quick rundown? Uh, you talked about it towards the end of the show last week. I still can't believe I actually pulled the trigger on that thing. I, that's what I want to talk about first is like <laughs> the fact that we were talking about this on the show randomly. You didn't know I had gotten the new phone Uh-oh. until I no. think you probably saw it in the notes because I would I had put that in late. No. And I you saw it and like, you got no. the new phone. And then all yeah. of a sudden, by the end of the show, we're on the Sprint website ordering your new iPhone. That yeah, was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed that. You must have said something like, "I it's it struck a... What you you must have said something to to spark the trade in. It was the trade in thing, it right? Was. And I think and, you realize that this is probably the last year for you. Yeah, that like, you were going to get value for your phone for that phone. And I've always been the worst. Like you sell things for more than they're worth after keeping them for two weeks. I hold them for two hundred years and then they're worth nothing. Right? That's just yeah. the way I am. And I think you said something. I was like, yeah. I wonder, and I started looking, I went back and when I was editing the show, I went back and listened to that part again. The The actual purchase is in the full version of the show. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, it's in that feed. If you're not, you can head over to the live feed. I think it's called um, The Average Guy TV, I think is what our live feed is. It's the one you're, you're watching right here on the live channel. You can, um, you can get it there. Uh, I buy it actually in the post show. Uh, which I've never, I don't know if I've ever, I've ever done. It came down to seven bucks a month. Why wouldn't I make? I was shocked when we got down to the final price. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that eight plus, you're right. It was right on the end, like yeah. right on the edge of getting kind of the best, uh, yeah. the best deal ever. We did learn though to, to shop around, right? To really find the best deal. I think for, Ver- if you're Verizon and AT&T, those deals are offered directly through the Apple website right now. At least Verizon, I know it was. I got, cause I did price check Verizon website versus Apple at website and they were the same sprint was not though like i think if you bought it through the apple website we saw for sprint it was gonna be like 33 bucks a month yep, yep. and we went to the sprint store it ended up being seven so definitely check shop around you know check i think it's really now it's probably down between carrier and apple yeah. um you know you might throw best buy in the mix and check them too but I'm, I'm pr- it'll probably be between your carrier and apple if you're not a sprint customer and you want to be one now they merge with t-mobile yep. check your market it's free the iPhone's free if you want to 
if you want to pick it up, pick it up from him. Mike, um, you gave a little overview last week, but why don't you just for folks who haven't been listen up until last Thursday, I hadn't been paying attention. I had no idea what was on this phone. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't buy it because it had a lot of great features. I bought it because this was the last second I was going to get any money for my phone. And it's like, right. it was one of those purchases. Like I need this thing. I need to have it. It doesn't need to be fancy. You know, I bought the, just the 12. I didn't do pro. I kind of bought the middle of the road, 64 gig for what I had before. Um, I, I just felt like, you know, I probably should get on this, especially for that price, but talk a little bit about the specs on this phone. Yeah, for this phone, the big thing that I think a lot of people were talking about was the new form factor. And it's not really even a new form factor. They kind of actually went back a few generations to that iPhone 4 or 5 era where you have a really flat screen. So flat screen with the the metal edges. And so nothing curved. You know, I had the old and I already put it in the box and to ship out. But, you know, I had the iPhone 10 before this and it kind of had that curved screen right on the edges where your fingers could kind of roll off it. And there you go. Jim showed it very flat, which I really like. That was a something that I remembered liking. Uh, and all of you who were iPhone fans back when those phones were big, my big question was, are we going to have a antenna gate situation again with the you're holding it wrong scenario? Because when they had those phones, the antennas, the way people held the phone, uh, were they were getting bad reception. But no reports of that yet. I haven't had any issues with it. So I think they, they definitely solved those. So, you know, new design as far as form factor uh, with with that came screen upgrades. They're using a new type of glass called ceramic shield is what they're calling it. So it is a little bit more shatter resistant. Yeah. And the, the tests have shown that it does not help with scratches because you really have a balance when you're talking about screen and glass, you can have a little less shatter, but you're going to, it's, it's going to be a little more pliable and scratch. You're going to, it's going to scratch a little bit easier. Whereas you can have it be, you know, pretty scratch resistant, but that makes it more brittle and stiff and it's going to shatter easier. So um, I think, you know, that's, that's here nor there, right? I think if I get an extra foot of drop protection or that, I think they said maybe is it 25% times more you can drop it that it won't shatter. That wasn't a big deal for me, but I think we'll see in the long run if that actually helps people out if we do so see it less will screen replacements. Easy. It scratches about the same is what okay. the results show. So Jerry Rig Everything is a great YouTube channel if you guys don't follow him. And he actually goes and he does the, oh, there's that. What's the, is it Moe's thing of hardness? Is that the scale of oh, hardness? No. And he has different pens that scratch at all those. And it scratches between a six and a seven. So it starts to scratch at uh, six and really scratches at seven. And um, so, it, you know, it it might shatter less, but that would Are you going to put a screen on it? Are you going to put a, a screen? I don't. I've it? never put screen protectors okay. on. And okay. I have, I think I've only shattered. I had said last week, I think I'd never shattered a phone. I had to think back about that. I think I shattered one when I was in high school. Uh, I think I shattered a screen. Actually, it was in high school. It was probably college. But uh, so, yeah, I've never had an issue with that. I really never dropped my phone too often. I even thought about going no case on this phone. Um, because it's just, it's a really pretty phone and, yeah. and I was like, you know, I don't really drop it often, but I did end up going with the, with the case. But so real quick, getting back to specs, new display. So in terms of ceramic shield, but also higher resolution and a lot better contrast ratio. So you got like, I think the other one was like 1500 to one contrast ratio. And now it's like 2 million to one contrast ratio. So it's going to look a lot better. And then 5g, of course, I mean, that was the thing Apple would not shut up about in their announcement. It was just like, I think they said 5g probably a million times. And obviously they were partnering with Verizon. And I think honestly, that's why we saw a lot of big carrier discounts on these is because, you know, the big, the storyline was 5G is real. 
right now it's real. It's always been here, but now it's like, we're ready. Like we're ready for more adoption. And obviously with iPhone now adopting it, that's a lot more users on 5g. And I'm honestly kind of glad Apple forced my hand there. Cause you know, I've, I've tried Android. It's just, I'm in the Apple ecosystem. All my families, all my friends are, so that's where I live. And uh, I'm kind of glad I, I didn't, I wasn't too early of an op- adopter into 5g. Cause here in Omaha, it wasn't great before, but now I noticed uh, with, with my experience and we'll talk about that later has been really good on 5g here in Omaha, at least on Verizon. So 5g being a big thing there. And then just beyond that, obviously they're, they're incremental upgrades in, you know, CPU and GPU and things like that with a new, are we on now a 14 bionic, I think is their, is their new chip, but obviously Apple doing their own Silicon now uh, has a, they're able to control everything from hardware to software which is nice. So, so those, Mike, those are kind uh, of the big upgrades you got. I, I see. I don't know if it'll focus for you. Let's see. It says five. It did. Yeah. It says 5g up by the battery. Yeah. Right. Does that mean I'm getting 5g? It does. They're not, it's not, it's not, it's not faking it. No. Well, okay. So, so this is, that means you have 5g service. Okay. The phone's actually really smart. It's not going to, cause 5g takes more battery power than LTE does. Okay. So it's going to tell you, it's always going to say 5g. If you have 5g signal, just so you know, it's going to use LTE, though, until you do a task that needs a lot of bandwidth. So let's say you go to download an episode of a podcast, okay. it'll crank up to 5G. But if you're okay. just browsing Facebook, it's going to drop down to LTE, right? So it's, it's going to US, but it does mean you have coverage there, which I'm wondering, Jim, if that was native Sprint or if that's now since you have Sprint T-Mobile, you know, T-Mobile touted, you know, their 5G network is a lot more expanding, um, especially across Omaha. I think it's expanding yeah. across Omaha now, it, too. It is. Here in Omaha, I am, it's on T-Mobile. So I'm using okay. T-Mobile's 5G, 188 down, 49 up. That's actually better than my... Wow. <laughs> That's so the 49 up. Yeah, that's is, in your basement. It's in my basement. Yeah, that's no that's kidding. Right. And that's two Kansas City. So that's the T Mobile. Um, that's the well, we used to be Sprint, but now the T Mobile Center in uh, Kansas City. Uh, 50 up, 188 down, 5G. Like, is that fake or is it, or can no, I be a, can I be a believer? <laughs> yeah, well, and because so where my house is at, I'm actually kind of on the far Western side of Omaha. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on kind of on the outskirts of 5g for Verizon. And I ran my speed test yesterday in my house, not outside or anything. And I had 73 down nine up. So still pretty good. I think those are, you know, not, Oh man, I thought no, I don't worry about it. Just, just fix your kid. Yeah. Keep talking. Um, I thought I would be able to get, a little bit faster speeds in my house, but I was still happy with 75 down and, and nine up. But what I really want to try out, Jim, on that 5G, oh, you're running it right now live. Yeah. We'll just let it do its thing. What I want yeah. to test out is, okay, so obviously for me, on I don't know the technology T-Mobile uses, but I know they all use different technologies for 5G. I uh, want to go downtown because downtown Omaha has the millimeter wave Verizon. 5g so i really want to go down there and and see you know the the almost gigabit speeds downtown you're actually down i don't know if t-mobile has millimeter though wave but uh, i'm gonna head downtown at some point test that out and really see the speeds work but I, i've been really impressed with with that 5g that's that up is better i'm gonna i'm gonna tether my phone to the to the to the home network and and use the up you know because i have unlimited uh, on sprint so that's what I need to check too, is I'm wondering if because those speeds are getting so good, I wonder if they're going to have more people start tethering. Uh, I know right now with Verizon, like I'm on the unlimited plan with Verizon, but I wonder if they'll start to pare down how much data. I know right now you can use 25 gigs 
of tethering data before they start kind of decreasing your speed. But I don't know if with 5G now, does that give them more bandwidth to play with? So will they not remove that cap? We'll see kind of how they go. Because you're right, that is faster than most people's home internet. I know. It's faster than mine, for sure. I mean, I'm getting 180 down now. Like like Cox's, for whatever reason, they advertise 150, but I'm getting 180 easily. And I'm getting 10, 11, 12 up. So it's it's working. It's what's advertised, which is more than it's been in the past. But like, holy crap. When I saw that, when I did the speed test, I'm like, oh, I got to test this out a couple of times. It still worked great. So, yeah. So I just, the, the thing was, I wanted to ask you is like, is that real? Like, or am I getting faked out in some way? Because I've just heard so much skepticism around this 5G stuff. But apparently down here in Bellevue, uh, we're, we're doing okay. Mike, yeah. when when the phone came for me, it actually super thin box. Uh, it's got the charging cable, uh, an Apple sticker, and some instructions you can't even read. <laughs> they were literally... No brick, right? No power brick to go along nope. with that cable. Nope. And no no earbuds anymore, right? Uh, of course, because the phone doesn't have that. But um, I guess I guess even in even because the, the eight plus didn't have a headphone jack, they sent you the the lightning cable one and the thing. The so adapter. those are done. That day, those days are over. Um, for me, the setup experience couldn't have been any easier. You'd you'd had some trouble with it, but I literally took out the took the phone out. I actually called Micah. She's the co-host on Theme Thursday uh, with me, and I I she I, I I got her on the screen, and then I showed her peeling off the pl- you know the the plastic off the screen, which is super satisfying, right? You just kind of peel that off, but not a lot of waste in that box. I think that and a few other things that, that are in there, you know, like I, I just, there's not much to it, right? Put the phone side by side and um, you begin the setup process on the, the iPhone 12 and it communicated with the eight plus and said, do you want to transfer? And I put in a few things and boom, it was off to the races. When it was done, now that didn't work well for you. For me, it was flawless. So again, eight plus 64 gig, 12, 64 gig. Maybe that was the, maybe that's the thing of having the exact same size on it. Didn't have to go to iCloud for it at all. In fact, I didn't even, up until recently, I haven't even had an iCloud account. I used the free one and then it ran out of space or whatever. So um, transferred pictures, settings, Mike, when I picked up the phone, it looked exactly like the old iPhone, uh, down to all the apps being installed. Now, I had some activation problems, and so that I had to solve later on in the evening and needed to get it connected to the Wi-Fi so it could download the apps. But 30 minutes, maybe? And, and I that's, think, the experiment, that, that's the experience you're looking for, right? Yeah. To be able to go from one phone to the other, and it just you pick it up, and, and you're, you're off the races. Yet, it was weird. I'm glad you had a good experience. Mine, I had two issues. One, when I first went through, I actually got to the activating screen as far as like carrier activation and just sat there and spun and you could tap the next, but it wouldn't do anything. And I Googled it and apparently that was a massive issue. All you had to do there, though, was restart the phone and it would it would activate the second time. Yeah. So that was a big issue. But then when you walk through the process, it says, hey, do you want to transfer from your old phone? right away it says, hey, do you want to get settings? Like, do you want to set it up? And it'll start to pull over settings. But then it says, hey, for this massive data transfer, do you want me to do that from your phone? Or I can just do it from iCloud if you don't want to do it from your phone. And I tried doing it from the phone. I think you're right though, Jim, the different phone sizes, because I had the biggest iPhone 10, and then I only have the 128 gig iPhone 12. But what's interesting there is I was only using 
45 gigs according to the phone yeah. of that iPhone 10. So I was like, oh, I have more than enough space. It must be doing like an image, you volume know, almost copy. Yeah. yeah, volume size before it came over. But it's frustrating because they put that after you do a bunch of settings. So that is after you've, you've already set up face ID, you've already put all your Apple cards in. So you kind of have to restart. So it's like, so I did that. It said, Oh, nope, now I failed. You got to restart the whole process over and then do it from iCloud. But the iCloud was flawless too. I mean, that worked Mm -hmm. really fast, download all the apps again. uh, And then overnight, all the photos came down from iCloud and it worked well. I actually run, which is nice. I'm glad I do. This iMac behind me is actually a cache for iCloud across our whole network so that if, you know, if I take a picture and overnight it uploads it to iCloud or whatever it does, it actually goes to this machine first. And then any other machine that tries to access that photo from iCloud just pulls it off the cache, which saves a bunch of bandwidth. I checked my usage and it actually pulled 20 gigs from online and the other 20 it had in the cache. So it's 20 gigs of bandwidth, which now in the days of Cox data caps, you know, it's kind of nice when you can save any of that, uh, that bandwidth. Yeah. You think of 50 gigs of pictures on your phone or videos or that goes, that, um, that goes kind of fast. It didn't activate right away. I had to connect it to the network to get kind of the transfer. I did get it working, but through throughout the afternoon, it just went activate. And I did your trick, by the way, it took me forever to figure out how to turn the thing off, (laughs) you know, like the home button. That was the biggest difference for you. Yeah. I'll talk about that here in a second, because that's been a whole new experience of getting rid of the home button. But um, so I, I just jumped on Sprint's website and got a hold of somebody in chat and they actually activated it via chat. So I didn't have to call, got jumped on there. They verified a few things. They got a couple numbers from me, took care of me, tried to sell me a few things in the process. I said, I have to consult my, I have to consult with my, my Apple, you know, consultant guy. I can't buy anything until I've talked to my Apple guy, Mike Weger. Um, so, uh, so it got a, it, it activated that night and man, they activated it. The other phone shut off right away. Like this isn't, remember the days you'd go in the stores and the guy, oh, you'd have to get yeah. the technician and they'd have to put a bunch of numbers in. Sure, and like contacts over. Remember like, like oh. moving contacts from one phone to the other. Yeah. Oh, it's horrific. My text messages. And yeah, it's yeah. just crazy how easy that is now. By the way, this is not exclusive to iPhones. You can do this on Android as well. Oh, yeah. They have ways of transferring stuff. So it, that, but that just. Uh, the the only real problem I had was with my with was with my Google Authenticator app, which you know I'd used for Google, and then I early on I started putting all our crypto stuff in there, mm-hmm. you know, and then it doesn't really like that's a that thing hasn't changed in like twenty years. <laughs> it's the same. There's no way to back it up. Not that I could figure out. There's no way to back it up, bring it back down. Yeah, and they say they're supposed to be. Like, did you Google? Because I Googled that and like, oh, yeah, it backs up to your account. Like, I've never found out how. There's no, no login. No. There's no. I couldn't find it. It was, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, LastPass flagged me. Hey, you want to you download everything? <laughs> like, yeah, it's there. And all the all the two-factor stuff, all the off, off stuff was there. I love the LastPass Authenticator app. I, that, that's one of my favorite. I use them because I still use Bitwarden you know, myself hosted for password manager. So I actually don't use the LastPass password manager, but I do use the LastPass uh, authenticator. Yeah. Yeah. And I use both, both LastPass you know, on the phone and the authenticator. So I spent about an hour taking all those, like going to the website, putting it in, <laughs> deauthorizing it, authorizing it again, putting it in LastPass. So it's available there. We use the, uh, the Microsoft authenticator. Uh, for Gallup. So I just set a few of those up. In fact, I had to go the next day into work. They were having, they, we'd had internet trouble the day before. I had internet trouble the next morning. 
a phone with no internet here. And even though I was on LTE, I couldn't get to my email and I couldn't sign into it here. And I was, it was a mess. So I ended up going in. But from that perspective, that was really, when I think about the setup, just those two things, one activating through chat, which was fabulous. It actually worked out great. And then the authenticator. So if I were to do it again, I just would never use Google authenticator ever again and put them in LastPass or Microsoft or whatever um, to get it done. So a pretty great just experience right off the bat of getting it, uh, getting everything moved over. I just like how everything's in the cloud now, right? Like when we think about, I, I'm starting to have that same experience on laptops and PCs. I'm like, I can be up and running in an hour because everything's in the cloud. There's no more moving stuff over. Um, but you know, I've, I've never been more appreciative though, Jim, of the integration of third-party password managers into the Apple keyboard than I was when you have to go and log into every single app again when you get the new phone, right? Because And then you find those apps you haven't opened since you got the phone. Like when I went to go leave for the first time, I'm like, oh, I haven't logged in my garage door app. and uh, But just right there, it's just built in the keyboard. Yep, do you want to pull that from Bitwarden for you? Yeah. Yes, I do, because I have no idea what my password is. And that integration, total side note, I've actually started using those really long random generated passwords that your password manager gives you. I used to be so weary of that. I'm like, well, what if I don't have my phone with me to get to Bitwarden? Like, what if I can't get in? And you know what? It's just so integrated now uh, on the phone that I've gone to it. I, I don't use any of my standard passwords anymore. They're all passwords. I yeah. couldn't tell you what they are. Generated. Nope. No, yeah. I have I have a moment of panic when I'm like, when I can't get to LastPass. I'm like, there's no way. Like, I, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to. I, I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to. It made me over. actually want to go back to LastPass because it really worries me now, though, because I'm self hosted on Bitward. I'm like, what if right. my Unraid box craps out? Then mm-hmm. I can't get to anything because that's where yeah, Bitward. You got a backup of that? You got a backup of. Like, how would I, I would, then I would need to get yeah. that image reinstalled. Like, it would be such a pain just to get like Bitward back up yeah. to get my accounts. Well, it what what I really liked, you know, in the setup, you do the face ID. So this is the big difference no, no home button anymore, no fingerprints. Now it's all face ID. And at first that kind of took me, you know, a little while. You got to do this thing. Oh, hey, be quiet, Siri. My, <laughs> the watch was wanted to join the podcast. You know, you do that thing where you move your head all around, you get it. And then it got, man, it just makes it slick to set up all those things. Do you want to do this? Yep. Face ID. Boom. It's in. The only drawback is when you're wearing a mask. Yes. You know, <laughs> today at work, I was wearing it. Or yesterday at work, I was wearing a mask trying to do something. Uh, you have to go down. Down, or you can you could put the code in, right? It works. It works that way as well. Um, I have not found you warned me last week about the switch from having a home button and the the swipe motions versus. Thanks for warning me because it actually got me thinking about it ahead of time, and it was a quicker adoption. And and one of the things I really like now, so when you swipe up, when you have a screen open, and you swipe up to, you know, I used to just push the button and it would bring it back. Now, if you swipe halfway up, it gets to the spot where all the apps are, Yes. right? And and that's actually a better motion for me. Like now that I'm used to that, you bring that up and then you can scroll through those things really, really fast. Before, okay, listen, this is a first word problem. Total first world problem. I'd have to double click <laughs> instead of just one halfway swipe. Right? And I can make it even shorter for you, Jim. If the white yeah. bar appears at the bottom, just mm-hmm. swipe left or right on that white bar. Oh, so if you see the white bar, if you're in an app, uh, you can literally uh, grab that. Especially that's good. Obviously, you're not seeing all your apps, but if you're just going between two really quick, yeah, yeah. I go back and forth. Like I'll be oh. listening to music and I'll be in, you know, email and I'll just swipe back and forth. Even well, you're, you're changing my life one day at a time, one day uh, at a time. So I have not, um, 
I've not struggled with like going from a home button to a little bit because you prepped me. So thanks yeah. for doing that. Right. But, but, um, and then of course the, I got the notch. And so kind of learning now, instead of swiping up, cause that's taken, I have to swipe down to get the flashlight and some of those. And which side I still, Jim, to this day, cannot remember what side is notifications and which is control center. <laughs> right. Cause I will try, like, I just want to view my notifications. Like, Oh yeah. wait, it's on the right. And that's, yeah. I, I still do it wrong every time. Well, I always, the way I remember is the, the utility things like the, connection and the battery and the, the that kind of stuff oh, that's, that's where your utilities are right so yeah, when you, you did, yes your battery right. and then and sound. then on the left side uh is where the time is time notifications those kind of make sense pull that down and that's your notification bar so and then if you do it in the or, or the center right is actually notifications right yeah yeah so um so did you do any widgets have you I added have not, any no. widgets to your home screen widgets yet okay. no no so um, those are great for me because for yeah, me, Tom, like, about so for me, uh, I, I check crypto prices a lot and it's just one less, right. It's right on my home screen. I have it right as a, as a widget. So I have three widgets. I have mm. stocks, weather and crypto. Those are things that usually you either, they did have those style of widgets. If you swipe swiped over to the left, um, in iOS 13, yeah. where you would have that, uh, whatever they call it, command center on the left side, but this is just right there on your home screen. So I unlock it instantly. It, it's almost like it feeds that need for me to, oh, instead of opening that app while I'm doing another task, so I unlock my phone. I, while I'm going to my email, just look up and I see the Bitcoin price. And that saved me having to open an app and look at it. Same thing with weather. Uh, so I do like the widgets. I know a lot of people have been doing some really creative things with their widgets. And I think a lot of apps are coming out with cool ways to integrate widgets. I was I was pretty early on, so I did the beta for iOS 14. And that was obviously before all the the third party apps could do widgets. So I'm kind of I just haven't even looked at them since iOS 14 has gone public. And now there's third party integration there. But I, I really like them. I think they're they're pretty handy. Uh, Alex says the the swiping without the home button reminds me of swiping on my own Palm Pre. You're right. Alex, oh, Gosh, yeah. I wish I'd kept that that Palm Pre. God, that's another thing. Like I got rid of it at some point in time, and I was like, I'm not going to want this thing. And I, I got rid of it. Still has one as a house. I think he has like this old pile of Sprint phones back there, and I yeah. bet that's one of them. I, I, you, you'd slide that thing, and I, I feel like that thing was going to slide right off the end. And then um, Brian says, "Have you guys played with the back tap functionality on the iPhone?" I, I don't know what that is, Mike. So back tap is cool. Um, I set the wrong thing for it because I did it for a screenshot because I'm like, oh, a screenshot something I do a lot. So Jim, back tab is you can set something to where when you, if you just do that with two tabs, mm. it'll do an action for you. And there's a certain oh. set. So I did screenshot. I found that for me, it was taking a screenshot and I was setting my phone down. And maybe they've gotten better about not sensing putting your phone down as a double tap. Um, but there are things you can do with that and set it. And I have to go back and play with it because I okay. did that during the beta. And it it was pretty buggy in the beta. It wasn't. It was too sensitive. I I ended up with a bunch of screenshots in my camera roll because I would just and I didn't realize it because I was just setting my phone down. Uh, so yeah, that's it's a pretty cool functionality. And Alex is totally right. And Siri shortcuts is definitely it's one of those you have to go there. So there's an app called Shortcuts, and you can just start to play around with some of the stuff. It's one of those you just kind of need to have a day to just play. Like if you're ever just like, oh, like, I don't really have like, I'm looking for something techie to do because it takes a while to kind of get in that mindset of how to set up cool shortcuts, but they do have some cool ones in the library. Uh, very similar to, you know, um, Amazon has those for a lady 
and kind of has a library of cool little shortcuts. But the automation, Alex has a perfect example where his pictures copy over to his server via a shortcut. And like I had a shortcut where every time, because you can set it when it connects to a certain Bluetooth device to do something. So I had mine in my car. Hey, when you connect to this Bluetooth device, resume the last podcast. So I would get in my car, it would connect to that car, and then it would start playing the podcast, which I, I ended up turning it off because I, I, my kids are always in the car now. I don't want to go to school. And sometimes I didn't, didn't want to play right away amongst all the chaos of a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Um, but yeah, there are some really cool shortcuts in there. Yeah, I'll have to do that because um, I'd love it to connect and then just start playing. It doesn't do that natively. It does that in Sarah's car. She, But it's the it's the Subaru in-dash player that's doing yeah, that, not yeah. the phone. It's, it's automatically. It's coming you know, up. I in the old school style, right? Yeah, like, our cars aren't cool enough. We have, we still have the aux cords. So I yeah. I'm still using external Bluetooth. You, you talked me into the MagSafe case, yeah. which, which I picked up on for, well, when did I bring the beer out? Over, so Friday. Friday. When I brought it out. So I swung by the Apple store. Mike, I don't know how that Apple store was close to me. That would probably be dangerous. I'm pretty glad it's not. Although, like, wow, that's the first time I've been in the pandemic-driven Apple store. How is it? Have have you been in there? They have have a big wall in front, so you can't see in the store anymore. It's just a big white wall. It's rippled. And then... It, there's there's a, a and then a, in front of that is like a service window and it's completely glassed you there's just a little opening it's like you've gone into you know when you went into a, to a convenience store in a bad part of town and yeah, they yeah, have your stuff you, under you slide it under kind of deal yeah and there the case the case came out from the back and literally the guy helping me took out a fresh wipe wiped off every square inch of the box every square inch wiped off then, like with gloves on, pushed it across to me. I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm okay with that." I mean, it's it. But they were just being very, they were being very, very careful at the yeah. Apple uh, to do That's that. A cool experience. I had mine shipped to me, and I so well. Let's, let's talk about the case first, and then we'll move on to other MagSafe accessories because I did order some other ones as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the case comes, slips right in. It feels good in the hand. It doesn't doesn't now this phone doesn't lend itself to flying out of your hands like some of the other ones have in the past. Right. I think the shape of it, the square shape of it is just that way. But it was just nice to have that case on there. And then I wondered if my my WizTech magnets would work on this because again that thing is around the outside of it, right? It's a it's a it's the metal around the outside. And it worked. Now is it was it as strong as when I had that the original, which by the way, I think I shipped my I think I forgot to take the case off the iPhone 8 Plus that I mailed back. I <laughs> just the other one was dropping it at the UPS store. I was like, that probably has a case on it. <laughs> I think I just, I think I left the case. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to use it for anything. But that had that metal plate and it would thump to it. You know, you would suck right onto it. This at least holds it. So for now, until I get some kind of charger for the car or whatever, I don't have to replace anything. Just set that down. Yeah, and it worked just fine. That's nice that yours held it strong enough, right? Because yeah. I have I have the Scotchy brand, and mine will not. I have the same case as you, so I did the same thing. I got the uh, the MagSafe case. And Jim, what I like about this case is it's grippy enough, but it still slides in and out of your pockets. Mm-hmm. It's, only, it's not too tacky. And sometimes you have that bad mixture of either it's too tacky and you can't get out of your pants pocket, or it's too slippery and it's sliding out of your, uh, your hand. I, I thought they did a pretty good job. On these cases, Jim, you and I were both kind of boring. We went black on black. 
So I, I went black case, black phone. It's kind of, I've never done anything different. I'm kind of just stuck in my ways. Yeah. I thought yeah. about going blue or doing something crazy, but what I was surprised is they didn't have any form of leather MagSafe case. I've actually been a really big fan of their leather cases in the past. I've kind of liked that feel. Uh, so I don't know if maybe the leather didn't work as well for, for MagSafe, but essentially, you know, we covered this last week on the show, but just to recap MagSafe real quick, all MagSafe is it's Qi, it's standard Qi charging with a ring of magnets around the outside that help that Qi charger align perfectly. So you get a lot better charge because you know for a fact that it's aligned right on the Qi charger. And then it also opens up possibilities for third-party manufacturers to create cool little MagSafe accessories, right? And so the idea is like your car mount, everything will just work MagSafe and, and it's kind of like a built-in magnet. You no longer need that plate. So, you know, kind of like first world problems, I know. But uh, so I actually ordered the wallets too. So they did come out with, well, I actually ordered a single wallet, but there's a funny story to that. So they have a wallet that kind of slaps on the back, holds a few cards. And that's actually, you know, for me, I'm starting to use Apple Pay so much that I'm like, I really can get away now with a, a wallet that only holds three cards. I, you know, I, I need my driver's license. I need my, my, you know, carry permit and maybe one bank card in case Apple Pay is not going to work, right? Like my Visa bank card is kind of a, covers covers all your bases. And uh, so I can kind of get away with that. Okay, so here's the funny thing. This is before the phone even arrived. I had ordered the wallet. I did it all in one purchase. So when I did the pre-order of the phone, I pre the phone, the case and the wallet. And so obviously my phone's shipping and this is like Tuesday before last week. So the phone's going to be in here Friday or Tuesday. I get an email from Apple saying, "Hey, call us. We have a problem with your order." Like, oh shoot, like did Verizon did something, you know, because sometimes when you're upgrading on a line, there's all these things. Well, I called like, oh, hey, so we're really sorry. We shipped you the wrong color wallet. So you asked for saddle brown or shipped you black. Keep that one. The other one's on the way. So just keep it. You'll, you'll have an extra. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. But the, the weird part is neither of those items have shipped yet. Like if I look in my Apple history, so it's not like they, they didn't actually ship it. I don't, so I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what that means. I don't know if they have these stacked up ready to go somewhere in some warehouse and they're just, they haven't released them all yet. Cause I know no one has gotten a wallet yet. So I'm wondering if they just, they've honestly have them all boxed up the labels on them. They're ready to go, but they just haven't, you know, pressed what the would green they be waiting on. Well, that's what I don't know. So it's weird. That was a week ago. Both of them still haven't shipped. So I told Jim, like, I'm going to bring you down. You're going to get a black wallet. Cause, uh, cause I really want yeah. the black one, but it, it sticks on the back. Is that what it yeah. does? Well, yeah, it's just a little MagSafe wallet. So yeah. it's interesting. Obviously, charge will not go through the wallet as well if you were using MagSafe to charge. Uh, but I don't, you know, I didn't buy the MagSafe charger. For me, it's going to be an accessory port. Um, unless the one thing Jim and I were talking about was it'll be really nice for the first third party manufacturer that comes out with a MagSafe mount for the car that charges at the same time. And I think everyone who watched the Apple keynote, because Apple said, hey, Belkin is going to be coming out with the first one, this MagSafe car mount, and they showed it off in the keynote. I guarantee everyone thought that that thing was going to power the device as well. And I thought so until I read the very fine print on Belkin's website. And you even, because they don't even make it very clear on the website for Belkin. It's like, oh yeah, we have this thing and we have great cable management for the cable. But that to me would imply, oh yeah, obviously, that, I mean, it needs to be plugged in every charger does. I'm like, okay, so it does a good job of hiding the, the cable. It's like, no, it, that thing does not provide any sort of power. So I have a few conspiracy theories there. I'm wondering if, you know, since Belkin was the preferred partner with Apple, maybe they know that charging all the time in a car where sun's beating down through the dash, Qi is already getting hot, right? Maybe it's not good to really be charging your phone a lot in the car under the heat. 
with Qi charging. So you're like, well, maybe we don't suggest that if you're going to use it as a mount and then plug your cable in for less heat. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see what third-party manufacturers do there. But there, there's also some smarts built into the way the phone charges. To, to, a lot of smarts, yeah. To, to make sure, because, you know, they know people are just going to plug it in and set it and forget it. We know that, I mean, they just know those kinds of things are going to happen. So the phone's doing some things too, right, to kind of help the battery out a little bit, right? It is. And there was, there's a really interesting video and I'll try and find the links we can put in the show notes. There was a gentleman, because the big thing now is since it doesn't come with a brick, what's the best brick to use with your new iPhone? You have the shiny new iPhone, you know, you want to charge it fast. What brick do you go with? And he used a, a little watt meter in, in line. So he would try, he tried a bunch of different bricks from a bunch of, bunch of different companies. And I was shocked at how differing the results were like just based off the profile, the PD profile, and some of them based on the phone, even a wall wart that was rated at like 20 watts was only doing it at 10 for some reason with mm -hmm. the iPhone. So very interesting kind of the, the difference in how all those bricks work. I ended up myself, I did buy the new Anchor one that just came out. So Anchor has one that's the same exact size, a tiny little cube, but it'll do up to 20 watts instead of five watts from the old Apple cube. Um, and But Apple does, his results showed that the 20 watt Apple wall wart that you can buy additionally did provide the most power in the fastest way, but it was also the most expensive. So yeah. the Anchor one's only 15 bucks. I did like the small little form factor. That's what I'm going to throw in a bag whenever I need it because I have no USB-C wall warts with my deal. So uh, I did obviously have my regular USB-A with lightning, but in those instances where you do want to charge really fast, I didn't have any brick that could do it. So I, I ended up grabbing the anchor version there. This is something I've never cared about. I don't know why. I don't, I guess I've never been in a situation where I need to quick charge my phone. So it charges overnight. I don't charge it during the day. It, it charges overnight. I mean, for, you know, 364 days out of 365, it, I use it during the day charge it at night. Good to go. And that phone, the battery had a my eight plus did that for three years, never had a problem. And that battery was still as good at the end as it was in the beginning. So I don't know. Mike, I, I just, wish mine would have been the same way. Cause I had a yeah. 10 because, you know, a generation newer than yours. Yeah. My battery, I mean, I would be down to 40% by 11 AM. Um, so I was I always charging, but this battery, I was going to be one of my things that I love about it is the, for maybe it was just going from a three-year-old phone to a new phone. That's probably most of yeah, it. Yeah. I think the battery life is pretty good. Well, I, my conspiracy theory is I think charging slower is better for the battery, just to be honest. And, and charging fast is harder on it, but th that that's me. I have no math. I have no, nothing to back that up. Hey, and there, it's a locked in battery. So the faster you wear that thing out, the faster you're going to come in and grab a new phone. Something that's like not, that. Something like that. Very yeah. true. I so I probably won't, even though I got the MagSafe case, I probably won't buy a Qi, a Qi charger. Although I might, just to be honest, if I get one and then it it also has a, a watch charger on it, that would be the time. Like, yes, it makes sense. Although I charge my watch down here on my desk, the charger sits right here at night before I go to bed. I'm always here. <laughs> Last thing I do, take my watch off, set it down. First thing I do in the morning, like when I come to sit down and work, the watch comes off. I don't use the watch as a clock because I have the A-Lady to do the clock for me, right? And I can whisper to her, hey, what time is it? And she'll tell me in a whisper. Yeah. So, like, that, I, I don't have any kind of blaring light in there or anything like that. So, I kind of I like that. 
Mike, you mentioned stands. Oh, go ahead. The go, cheap sorry. charging stands that you kind of mentioned, the one that mm-hmm. do the watch, the phone, and some even have a third for AirPods, I think are so cool. And I would love it. You know, if I lived in like a super fancy home where the aesthetic was really important, yeah. I just have a bunch of cords over there. Yeah. Like I cannot bring myself to spend because they're expensive. Yeah. They're 150 bucks for some of those three model. I'm like, okay, I'm not spending 150 bucks to charge my phone in a different manner that I can do right now, but they are, they do look amazing. Like there are, I could definitely see if you had a really nice looking office or, or whatever, they're kind of cool to have all those three charging from one cord, which is the coolest part. You'd mentioned the wallet earlier. And so I thought, you know, I wonder if my current wallet is, Oh no, <laughs> not, it's not sticking to it. I can't, I can't figure out why, you know, this is like, I'm a guy, right? I've got this crappy old leather, uh-huh. And you just, you kind of got me thinking like, okay, if I do this new wallet, there's actually not a lot in here, but there are some important things like the beer card from Hy-V. like, <laughs> can it hold the beer card from Hy-V? Not sure why I'm carrying this, but I have an Oyster card for the subway in London in my wallet. Like maybe I thought I was going to go back and I didn't want to lose it. So that's there. I have a smart trip card for the, this is for the Metro in Washington, DC. I used to go there all the time too. And, um, so that's in my wallet. These things are important. Yeah. The most, yeah, I know it's true. I probably could. Yeah, you can't do that. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I need to take these out. And then the all important one: DJ's dugout. You, you got to have the DJ's dugout yeah, card and the gift card. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I got a few things besides my credit cards. I got a few things to think about, Mike. You know, that's in there. So oh, 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 and where are you going to put your your candle your candle wrappers? Right. I've got I've got some candle wrappers here when I was when I was out. <laughs> I forgot about our joke. I'm like, why? I'm expecting you to hold up a Yankee candle little like wrapper. When I was out with Ed Sullivan, we had a few candles. And so that you know I, I and I thought these we had some really good candles while we were there. So I decided um this was this this particular candle, this Atabay candle was pretty good. Um, I, I have a bunch of Byron's. I smoked way too many Byron's while I was there, uh, but that was pretty good. And I think, which one is this? So um, I'd put them in my wallet to save them because I wanted to, you know, keep, remember the trip. So uh, the wallet that's going to go on the back here, Mike, it's going to have to be tested. Like I'm going to have to test it with some things. And sure I was a little disheartened because I had already ordered it. And then the reviews are, are kind of coming in and they say it's, it's decently strong to the phone. But one of the guys was doing a test where he would put it into his his pants and see how easily it would just fall off. And he's like, this is the one thing you don't want to lose, right? Like, And so he said it is a little light. So it'll, it'll take some work. I'll have to see if I even use it. You know, I, I wasn't too worried about it. One of those things I want to try and see. But uh, And because I have the same thing. I've gotten smaller and smaller on my wallet. And now I'm into one of those uh, Travelambo little like – it's pretty tiny. But I think I can get down to three cards – and I'm going to put the rest of them in like my, in a lockbox in my car. So I still have them. Like if I'm like, oh, I mean, I did forget there's something in there I still need. Like my drone license, for example, right? I don't need to carry that around all the time. So I'll just have it in my car in case I ever do need it. Just, I'll just throw my whole wallet, this current wallet in the car and then just carry the things you need on a yeah. daily basis, right? You yeah. Know, and it's a good yeah. thing for like runners or for when you go on your workout or your bike rides, Jim, because then it's one less thing. You just have it on your phone. And you don't need to carry on a wallet. You don't have a wallet in a pocket and that. So for biking, running, I could see it being pretty useful. Yeah. 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 May give that, if you get that second one, I may give that a try as we, yeah. as we do that. Uh, last for me, um, I, I kind of gave into iCloud and I, I don't know why, but 
popped up on the phone, like, here's some iCloud plans and 50 gig, which like I have only a 64 gig phone is 99 cents. And I was like, well, okay, <laughs> like, why wouldn't I like have that available to me? Right. Works really well, especially for photos and, and transferring stuff back and forth. Their backups. Uh, I like, and you can, sh- oh, you don't have anyone else in the family who's Apple, do you? Mm-mm. So I love that they finally put iCloud storage in the family side so I can yeah. share that. So our whole family shares a terabyte plan, which is more than enough. And Hannah uses the Mac laptop, both of our iPhones, iPads, uh, and that's been great for moving stuff around. And all of her photos are stored there. Mine are stored there. Uh, of course, we back them up to NextCloud as well to have a local copy. But yeah, I think it's worth it too. I think ours is only like two ninety nine for a terabyte, which is not bad. Maybe even two terabytes. I don't check what our current plan is. Yeah, terabyte, man, that'd be a lot, dude. That'd be a lot for a phone. Like well, you'd have to, you'd have to work hard. I mean, a lot of video. But since you can share it with family oh, on the true. laptop, you can use it for you can there you go. use like Dropbox, right? It's another backup there. Yeah, Brian says, yeah, ninety nine cents and three percent back if you use your Apple Card. True. Uh, I put but, all my subscriptions are through my Apple Card. Yeah, that's probably smart. Anything Apple related, really. Mike? Anything else that that on the experience that you want to highlight? Uh, for me, you know, this is not new to the 12 from the 11, but if you have older than an 11 phone, having a 4K front-facing camera, the one new thing on the 12 this year is they do have HDR video on the front and rear camera. But for, you know, if you're a, a I do not call myself a content creator, like, a, like I like to make a YouTube video every six months type of guy. Mm-hmm. For me, that's perfect because you allowed, you can still use the selfie cam on your phone and get 4K footage right? And be able to see yourself. I think that's pretty amazing to be able to have 4k on the front video. And then one thing is kind of cool to test out too. If you do find someone else with an iPhone 12, uh, FaceTime is now, and this is like one of those Android users are going to roll over and be like, that's hilarious. But we finally have 1080p FaceTime uh, on, on the iPhones. If you are on Wi-Fi or 5g, they have 1080p. And that's always been a thing of they've never wanted to make it They've wanted to make the experience as good as possible and LTE and, and HD FaceTime was just not worth the hassle. But now with 5G, you're out and about, uh, you can have some HD FaceTime. Yeah. Super cool. Anything else? No. It's been fantastic. I, I've really enjoyed it. This is not, you know, I think it's important to note here. This is not like some instrumental massive leap. Everyone should go out and grab this phone. But Jim brought up a good point earlier. If you're on an iPhone 8 especially, this is probably your last year to get some good trade-in. And they're doing all those deals now. So, I mean, like Jim said, seven bucks a month on Sprint for that new phone is insane. How could I not? Like it would have been, that would have been criminal. Yeah, not to. Sandwich right yeah. throughout the month. And you've, you've paid for this brand new phone. No, right on. I and, was, uh, yeah. So, yeah. so there's, some, there are some reasons to upgrade for me. My battery life was awful and my ear, uh, my speaker was sounding like everyone was underwater. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. Time to upgrade. I had owned that phone outright at that point. I'd had it for three years. So I was definitely way past my upgrade period. Um, and mine, Jim on Verizon, I went the same, no, I went with the iPhone 12, but I did bump up to 128, and mine was 17 bucks a month. Hmm. And 12, if yeah. I had gone with the lower storage, um, but since I do shoot some video on my phone, I decided to yeah. go. Yeah, you did so the right thing. Not that either. I mean, really, I should have done the 128, just to be honest. That was, you know, 64 is okay. I was only using 40 to begin with, so I was like, eh, I can move, you know, and that's all pictures, just to be honest. I can yeah. move those pictures off. And, but the funny know. part is they don't, you don't get any more trade in value based on the size of your phone. Mm. It was just the model. 
So really, yeah. if you're never going to use it, there is no reason to pay that extra. Because when I go to trade in my phone, I don't get any more value than you do. We're going to get the same value for that phone. They don't take into consideration size. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Maybe always have the smallest that you can get away with, right? Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for the recommendation on it. And I, it just, it was, it was, you know, <laughs> you get those surprises every once in a while where you're not thinking about it and all of a sudden it happens. And then you're like, whoa, this is, this is pretty great. So we won't spend a lot of time here in the future talking about these phones because they're still just phones now. Like they, it did exactly what my other phone did. There's nothing new yeah. except it's a new phone, right? Uh, so uh, thanks for talking me into that. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we talked a little bit about the beer. Uh, Joe, again, thanks for sending those. I love honey. It's a Bach. It's from um, Lost 40 Brewing out of Arkansas. Um, we've been drinking it all night, Mike. Six, what'd you say? Six point what? Six point three percent. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I really like this one. This was, you yeah. call it, this was our favorite from the last batch. Yeah. So I was excited to try it again, right? Because I, you know, we obviously only get these when Joe's able to send them because they're from Arkansas. And it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Nice and smooth. I mean, yeah. And not like honey, like you, you, I was trying to figure out how to explain this. I think yeah. you're going to do it better than I was about to do. Not it? too, not too, not overpoweringly sweet, but more smooth, like honey. Yeah. Is kind of what I think of it, right? Like, like it's almost yeah. like when I think of honey, I don't taste much honey, but it's like, I, when I think of it, it's a good way to describe it. Yeah. More of a texture thing, really smooth. You know, in the summer, you kind of go with a shandy or you go with, I, we drank a lot of Bud Light Orange or Bud Light Lemonade, which I really like. But this, if I could get this on a regular basis, this would be all summer long. Oh and yeah, with, and with candles, <laughs> like there's a few candles that I that I'd burn with this. That that would be would be pretty good, you know. Um, yeah. just kind of add candle add. Christmas pine with um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the logo. I want to talk about the logo. Real yeah. So yeah. love honey, right? Oh, come mm-hmm. on, my face. There we go. So it is a it's a heart. It's a beehive dripping honey. With two arrows, I just thought that was a really cool logo, right? Love honey, and but it's it's a harp. It's actually a beehive. You can see the yeah stuff in there, kind of cool. Yeah, this would, if this Joe, if this was local, this would all be this this would be my daily driver. Like, I was uh, excited. I thought we were gonna have the Oktoberfest tonight, and I've been waiting. Next week we for sure week. have that one because I'm excited yeah. for the Oktoberfest one. Yeah, Aaron's on next week, and we'll talk. Uh, that's a good reminder. I will tell her to make sure she has an Oktoberfest, a local Oktoberfest. If she can still get one. Even like, though it'll be in November. I know. Well, technically, Oktoberfest is in September. <laughs> but oh, <you're> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but but maybe there'll be maybe there'll be some around. Um, speaking of that, Aaron's coming on next week. Joe, thanks for the beer. Next week we'll drink the Oktoberfest one. Um uh next week, Aaron Lawrence is on the show. Got a whole list of things you might want to think about for Christmas. Kind of between now and Christmas, we're gonna talk a lot about things that you should buy yourself for Christmas. Come on. You know, you're going to do it. Like, you know, you're going to buy it yourself. So we're going <laughs> to, right. Yes. There's a lot of things uh, out there. And so Aaron's coming on uh, next week to talk about that. As we get into Thanksgiving, a couple things coming up. One is the the day after Thanksgiving. So that is November. God, that's only a month away, Mike. That's pretty crazy. That Thanksgiving here in the U S is just a month away. The 27th, November 27th, Sammy is coming on the show. That's her, we started that tradition, uh, I think, last year, maybe two years ago. And so she'll be on the show. Uh, no Mike. He's out hunting that weekend and spending time with family. Sam will be on the show on the 27th. And then 
the third of December is the big anniversary show, the big 10 year anniversary show. I got to get cracking on that thing. And, uh, and so we've got a, a ton of stuff coming up. You might just want to join us live for both of those, the 27th, which is a Friday, not a Thursday. That's Black Friday, which, man, Black Friday is going to be different. A lot of stores are going to be closed on Thanksgiving this year. And so gonna, Black Friday might go back. Online. Yeah, no, they can't go back to even the old ways where it used to be. Remember Friday morning at 4. And the, first it was at 6. Then it was at 5. Then yeah, 4. And then midnight. No way they're going to be running anywhere close to the same. And it's too cold, at least up here, to, too cold to try and do that stuff outside. And I don't know. The, I think the the store that gets the most creative will be the winner. I have a quick time. safety tip, too. For everyone yeah. out there, you guys are all big. I was going to mention this earlier. I totally forgot. For all you tech guys out there, uh, call before you dig is actually really, really important. I learned that I was bearing a ground rod for my ham radio. And luckily, I did just how I was like, I just thought it. I'm like, it's, a, it's just a ground rod. Like, I'm not digging, right? I'm just burying a ground rod. Uh, but I'm doing it. What made me think about it was I was over where my ham radio antenna exits the house and goes up onto my roof is right by all my utilities. I'm like, you know what? I might as well have them call. I know it goes out towards the front of my house, towards the circle. Well, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so I was going to go to the right where I was like, okay, I'm going towards the back of my house. All my utilities run to the front of the house. Uh, so I'm really glad they came out and they painted. And sure enough, they actually go to the back, the street behind my house, not to the front. So I would have been driving an eight foot ground rod right through my OPPDD, OPPD, which is my power, right through the main line. And that would have been extremely bad. So uh, literally saved my life. I didn't, I was like, you know, do I really need to call them? Super glad I did. Those lines do not run where you think you do. So a lot of you guys have been in your house for years and you know, at this point uh, I had never had to do anything with my utility line. So I, the first time I've done it and uh, really glad I did. Wow. Free service too. Might as well call them. You know, right. It's free. Uh, that would have given supercharging a whole new, uh, <laughs> a whole new word. Another death oh. by ham radio. <laughs> By the way, Joe says, glad we like it. Don't have to wait for the show to drink it. But we will, Joe. That's what, like, well, we're gonna, I mean, maybe, we, yeah, you, you know, we could take well, them up. I mean, I'm going to drink those Oktoberfest this week, but okay. I will I save one. Try the Oktoberfest early because I mean, I've been dying to try that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can. We got three. We'll save each. one of each for the next three weeks. That way we yeah, can yeah, talk yeah. about the different ones. Yeah, and no, save one for the shows. We, get, yeah. we, we got some coming oh, up. So. But so Joe, that's what we want to do though. Yeah. That's what we want. We want to save him. Uh, Dave says he's looking forward to it. It's looking forward to joining us on the 3rd of December. Dave, thanks for coming out tonight as well. Um, One reminder, I had to move the meetup. M-E-A-T, the October meetup is now September. I'm not September. That would be the wrong month. November. That beer is really starting to kick in (laughs) at this point. Would be November 7th. That's the first Saturday in November or a week from this Saturday. So if you can join me on that. Hopefully, while you're listening to this, you're listening to it during the week uh, if you're not live, and uh, we'll get together. I'll be sending out another reminder this weekend and then one midweek for you guys just to do it. My grill is all fixed. Everything's ready to go. We talked about that last week, so we'll be doing it live. Hopefully, we'll get some good weather for it. Mike will miss you. We'll do it again. We'll do it again for sure. So we'll get out there, but I need to get it in. Otherwise... It's going to get too cold. Yeah. No, you guys have fun. I'm really sad I have to miss it. I, I might hop in um, from down there. I just won't have, I won't be able to grill from there, but I might hop in um, if I can, can. Can you take a little Weber or a little, do you have a little portable grill? I do. I have a tailgate with? grill. Yeah. I mean, just. I mean, he has, he has like a barbecue grill. He has like a regular grill grill. He doesn't have a smoker. Well, you could still grow something for you the grill something. Something. Try to do something. Yeah. Something. We'll see if I can sneak in that, sneak that in. And don't forget, we're going to have a candle meetup. 
you have to be, I can't say it on the show because I don't want it to get, um, C-I-G-A-R is what that stands for, right? When we say candle, but YouTube's getting a little weird about that, the T word. And so we're not saying it, we're not saying it on the show anymore, but there will be a candle meetup. It sounds so stupid. <laughs> Oh my God! I can't so go to Bed Bath and Beyond before and load up on your favorite candles. That's right. Get get uh, your Cubans. Your Cuban. I candles. want one person to show up with a real candle. <laughs> three p.m. Guys. on three p.m. on Saturday if you want to join. Three p.m. Central on Saturday if you want to join us for the candle. Uh, the candle lighting. This Saturday? Uh, no, next Saturday. With it's going to be during the meet M E A T. Got meet. it. Okay. So 3 p.m. So just join us for that as well. There'll be a link in the show notes. And for the last couple shows, there's been a link in the show notes. I just don't want it to go public because I don't want some Yahoo. I just only want listeners joining us uh, for that thing. So go to the show notes, find the link. It's right in the very beginning. Just find the link to the meetup and join us there. Uh, Big thanks to Christian at Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. And that's Christian. And you can get plans that start as little as $10 a month. Maple Grove Partners, all one word. MapleGrovePartners.com. While you're at it, just partner uh, partner it with a new domain from Hover, theaverageguy.tv slash Hover. Get $2 off your first uh, domain. By the way, I make two bucks too. So it's not it's just not a freebie. I mean, it is. It's a freebie for you. But you benefit the show. And I'm going to use that to help pay for the hosting that we do here. Head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Hover and get your first domain two bucks off. We appreciate you doing that. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv live. I have no idea what Uyghur is going to sell me in the post show. So he, he might, I don't know what he's going to have me buy. It's quite possible I'll buy something else. I bought an iPhone last week. So I want to thank yeah, you. Ham radio. That's <laughs> very, po- I got a shed. I need, can you, can I get a ham radio that's like a heater? So that would be both a heater and a ham radio. Well, who was it? Someone had a great suggestion. Just, you know, go put a computer in there and do folding at home and just have oh, it be your yeah. folding at home or mining. Yeah. And then you got your heat out there built in. I could move all my computers out there, but then I need to really get dedicated power. So that means I need to trench. And while I'm, tr- then while I'm trenching, it's like, okay, well, do I run internet out there? Then I certainly I run power and internet together, right? While I'm yeah. At- well, then I could probably run a gas line and put a little furnace in there. It's a he shed. Well, <laughs> he said shed out there. It gets carried away. Let me yeah. just, let's just put it that you way. You need a new project, Jim. No, I don't. I need, I don't yeah, need a you... new project. Like I need a hole in the head. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at the average guy.tv slash live. Stay around for a little bit of post show. With that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.